0: Hello, and welcome to Loose Canon, the podcast where we talk about fanfiction. My name's Brianna Staten, and I am the resident expert here in our little group.
1: I'm Caitlin Dennis, and I'm a casual fanfiction reader. And I'm Malcolm Lamb. I'm the newbie. In
0: each episode, we will define one word, phrase, or other form of terminology that relates to the world of fanfiction. These will be terms that may not be familiar to those of us who have little to no experience with fanfiction. Things such as canon, shipping, OTP, OC, or other things to that effect. Following our word of the day, we will then delve into the actual fanfiction a little bit. We'll explain the universe it belongs to, give you a rough introduction in case you're not familiar with it, and then discuss some points of interest we found within the piece that we chose. We'll discuss and hopefully argue a little bit to keep things entertaining, then wrap up with our What the Oreo moments. So the last section of each episode will consist of our quote what the Oreo moments are the moments where as we were reading we said what in the world or in our case what the Oreo now that you know the general layout of our podcast let's jump in all right welcome to the next episode of loose cannon awesome yeah, yeah party time we're back
2: baby <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're back and you know what else is back is the Popeye's chicken sandwich
1: really and My Chemical Romance heck yeah a
2: little less excited about that <gasps> one but what? the Popeye's chicken sandwich yeah. didn't they come
1: okay. out with the spicy one that's
2: fine. They just came out with a chicken sandwich. A chicken that was sandwich. the thing. And then it sold out like immediately uh, across America. Chick fil A is dead. Long live Popeyes. <laughs> okay.
0: Wow, quite the start to the episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to be talking about Supernatural. And luckily, we have a a huge fan. Caitlin is our resident expert here. Yes. Um, So she's going to tell us a little bit about the universe, kind of what we're getting into. Then we'll do the word of the day and jump right into our discussion.
1: Supernatural is a TV show about Sam and Dean Winchester, two brothers who travel the country fighting paranormal monsters like vampires, demons, werewolves, witches, and even angels. Um, They hunt monsters with other like human hunters, is what they're called, like Bobby, who... Um, shows up a lot and then they also hunt um, and meet some uh, other characters like the angel Castiel who we'll be talking a bit about today. So this world is loosely based on Catholicism and the Catholic religion um, and many of the characters are taken from the Bible. Um, We get like the angel Gabriel and Lucifer um, and things like that. And two things to remember about Supernatural um, is that no one ever really stays dead. And a lot of the humor in the show is based on breaking the fourth wall, which has um, comes into play a lot with fan fiction.
0: Yeah. So our words of the day are ship and slash. So I, fun fact, I actually just barely learned about the phrase slash yesterday. Oh, so no it's, way. Yeah. What the heck? I, I don't know. I don't know how oh. I missed that. How did that, did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> um, but for our listeners, uh, when fan fictions talk about a ship it's short for relationship and basically the author will pair two characters within the world within the universe and have them be in a relationship with each other. And this is actually really interesting because since fan fiction often fills a need that the community sees whether it be a need in representation or a need in like a plot hole for example, these ships work to fill those needs and to fill that need within within the fan community. Or, you know, it's just fun to write.
1: Yeah, why um,
0: not? And then Slash is more geared toward the LGBT community. It's usually a gay couple, so man and man. So you see this in other universes. I think it originated more towards, like, the MCU. So you would see, like... Tony slash Steve Rogers, or in this case, it would be Dean slash Castiel. Spoiler, because
2: right. that's um, where it comes from, right? Is in like the yeah. story description. It would be like X character slash X, X character, character. Yeah. and that's how yeah. you know like the pairing. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that that's kind of going to incorporate into our story today. We'll see that very subtly, um, or not so subtly, depending on how you read it <laughs> in our fan fiction. Um, but you'll see that in a lot of fan fictions, the romantic pairing between. Um, between characters.
1: yeah, um, and the I I would hazard a guess that the majority of fan fiction is ship based.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about this a, l- a little bit in our like history of fan fiction mm-hmm. episode, which we're hoping to do soon. but a lot of early fan fiction writers were actually um, LGBT people or young women because yeah. they liked seeing, Strong characters being yeah. equal in a relationship, and so that's why they would create these ships, why they would create these slashes, because they liked the like the equal power and one's not dominating over the other, and that's how they that's how they filled their need for representation or for that sort of um, portrayal in in media that they didn't get a lot in the in the early years. Yeah. Oh,
2: you know that actually makes a ton of sense because it mm-hmm. seems like in the early days of the internet, it was basically like if you were marginalized in any way either because you were like a total dork and you didn't have any friends mm-hmm. or you know for some <laughs> other reason like this you ended up on the internet so that that kind of that kind of makes sense that yeah. that would be the people a lot of the people writing fan fiction yeah at least a lot of I the early that, people yeah okay I hope yeah. that wasn't too politically incorrect <laughs> that,
0: well yeah it's it's interesting well, well, yeah I'm excited to talk about it more in, yes. our, in our other episode but fun fact for you guys for right now <laughs> yeah. there you go you. I love your fun
1: fact all right So,
0: Yeah, will you tell us about the fanfiction that we we read and we'll be talking about today, Caitlin? I would
1: love to. So I'm just going to give some background. Um, The fanfiction takes place in the beginning of season four of the TV series. So at this point, Sam has died at the end of season two. And so because of that, Dean couldn't handle it. So he made a deal with a demon so that Sam would be brought back to life in exchange for Dean's soul. And then Dean was given a year to live before he would be dragged down to hell. So, at the end of season three, um, he's dragged down to hell by some hellhounds, and he, sp- he spends four months there, um, and then he's rescued, and there's a lot of, like, um, confusion about who, who rescues him, but it's revealed to be an angel named Castiel in season four, and so Dean then comes back to Earth, and he actually develops either a friendship or a relationship with Castiel, depending on who you ask, um, but so a little tip for you guys. Castiel is only referred as Castiel in the, to as Castiel in the first few episodes. He actually goes by Cass, which is much easier to say.
2: Oh, for the rest yes. of the show? So from here uh, okay. on
1: out, we can just call him Cass. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, so this fan fiction um, we chose is called Call Out, and it's written by R- Lucifer Rosemont, um, and it delves into Dean's abandonment, abandonment issues with his parents, who are dead when this fan fiction takes place. Um, it's after his mom... Dies the first time, and his dad dies the first. Yeah, it's after they both die the first time. They uh. die again. <laughs>
2: yes. They both okay. die the first time. Okay. So,
0: so M-
1: Malcolm and I,
0: before we did research for this episode, we did we knew next to nothing about oh, yeah. the supernatural. I still know
2: next to nothing, <laughs> but I know <laughs> so. I know enough. I think. Yeah.
0: And so we're learning along with you guys with our with our listeners, so, and they sorry, will be continue. getting
1: spoilers, which I'm sad about, but I feel like it's necessary. No. So mm-hmm. spoilers. Yes. Well, it's a social okay.
2: construct. They don't even matter. So yeah.
1: Dean is feeling abandoned because his parents are dead, and Sam went off to college for a few years, and he's back now. But, you know, Dean never really got over that abandonment when Sam left the family business, as it's called. Um, so Dean's feeling lonely in this fan fiction and ac- accidentally calls Cass to him by saying his name out loud. Um, but he denies calling him because he's embarrassed and Cass is insistent and goes so far as telling Dean that he never let him go after raising him from hell. So this references the classic Cass line, I'm the one who gripped you tight and raised you from perdition. Um, and then it ends with Cass, you know, doing his swooping away and Dean questioning his feelings. So,
2: fun yeah. stuff.
0: <laughs> So there
1: you go. <laughs> Any
0: comments you want us to make, Malcolm, before we jump into our discussion?
2: I don't know. Maybe maybe. Do we want to start out of the discussion with just this uh, this piece's genre, which is angst? Yeah. Can Not sure. <laughs> right? A can lot we, of fan Can we kind of discuss yeah, because I, I feel like it's like, you know, pairings, it's shippings, and then like immediately after that, it's angst in like, you know, how popular a, a genre is. Mm-hmm. And so this is our first angst piece, I think.
0: Yeah. So when when you say angst, what do you mean by that?
2: I don't know, it's just like the character who... I don't know. I don't know a ton about the show, but Dean is a man's man. You know, (laughs) Dean is middle America, salt of the earth. You know, Um, he would have a gun on his hip if it wasn't the CW. And (laughs) and you're not going to get like too much of Dean just like lost in his feelings in the Mm -hmm. show. But that's what this is for. And it's Mm -hmm. just him. And he's just in his feelings. He's just laying in bed exploring his own turmoil and inner turmoil and emotions. And mm-hmm. I feel like that is what the inks genre is.
0: So it's like emotional right? tension. Yeah. That sort
2: of thing. Right. Like the, but, but they're not getting it into the show. And so they're just going to just do it. We're just going to do it here. We're going to mm-hmm. do it here now. Right. Here in the fan so, fiction. Let's
1: do it. <laughs> there's actually this thing in Supernatural. I um, In the first episode, Dean says, no chick flick moments. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> like a continuing thing without the show where they, like, come close to having, like, you know big talks about their feelings but then they're like oh we can't have a chick flick moment so that's where the fan fiction comes in <laughs> it's like nope we're gonna supply all those chick flick moments all of you. the chick
0: flick moments that's yep. funny
1: okay that's sweet all righty
0: yeah let's awesome. get started. so yeah let's talk about so, um, um yeah like the depiction of hell dean's relationship with hell what that did to him how it changed him everything yeah. like that Do you have any original thoughts, Caitlin?
1: Um, I feel like a lot of the hell that we see in this piece is, like, the traditional Dante's Inferno-inspired hell, where it's, like, fire and brimstone and torture and things like that, and... I love how this piece examines, like, the emotional toll of going to hell, because that's something, like, none of us have experienced. But then it, like, bridges the gap between the fans, like, watching the show who can't really relate to going to hell, but they can relate to being in a place in their life where they felt, like, crap like Dean does. Mm -hmm. So I think that the depiction of hell is, like, it's based, you know, on the Catholic, like, Dante's Inferno type hell, but it's also, like, based on emotional hell that everyone experiences. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So in the show, when Dean first comes, when he first finds himself, you know, rescued from hell, he doesn't remember anything that's happened in the last four months. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really interesting that despite the fact that he doesn't remember at first what happened to him, it still haunts him in a way. Like it still troubles him. Um, And that, in a way, is his own is his own personal torture, his own personal turmoil. And that's what's making him struggle right now. He doesn't understand why Castiel mm-hmm. rescued him or what his role is playing right now where he fits into this world that has grown and adapted to live without him. I mean, wh- when he first comes back, his his friends don't believe that he's actually back and think he's a demon and try and, you know, like spritz him with holy water and all yeah. that stuff <laughs> that doesn't work. That's, that's in the show, not in the fan fiction. Um, uh, but here, within the fan fiction, he's, he's grappling with these feelings of not fitting in any, anymore, of questioning literally his existence on earth at this time and that is that's his hell not the not the torture whatever he endured before that point yeah yeah malcolm
2: (laughs) that's how i've got i I don't have anything to say about that yet that's (laughs) fine (laughs)
1: okay yeah and i think that mm, Obviously, this is something that like leaves him, you know, emotionally scarred. It talks, the fan fiction talks about the mark on his arm from where Cass, you know, um, pulled him out of hell. And I think that um, to a lot of the fan base, it, um, as well as in this fan fiction, that's a kind of a representation of the scars that Dean carries with him, um, because we don't see a lot of um, physical scarring. You know, he's basically healed when he comes from hell. So to, um, to focus on that in this fan fiction and to mention that, it's really like a physical representation of the emotional scarring that has been left over from going to hell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's a point I want to make with this and transitioning to our second point and talking about mm-hmm. um, Dean's relationship with Cass also. So I'll get back to that. But there is more <laughs> that I want mm-hmm. to say on that point. Um, Sweet. Anything else before we transition to our next point here? Nope.
1: Um, yeah, I. I like. Yeah, I like what we've said so far. Okay. Good. Sweet.
0: Um, so when we're talking about our relationship, the relationship between um, Cass and Dean, let's just do it as a friendship first, and then we can get into the all the all the subtext. After that, is that fair?
2: Yeah, well, in this story, it basically kind of is a friendship. Like, most yes. of the comments were like, oh, it's not, like, slash enough. Like, most most mm-hmm. of the comments were very yeah. much like, you know, this is, like, this, it comes across, like, as a friendship. Mm-hmm. So, as a ship, you know, in my opinion, a little bit weak, mm-hmm. but... Uh,
1: yeah, um, so this was written back in 2008, um, back when Cass was fairly new to the sh- series. Yeah. Um. And back then people were d- divided between like his character his character was actually supposed to be um, on it for like five episodes max but then he stayed on for the rest of the series yeah. so people were still divided whether they wanted him to be on the show what role he had to take and so this fan fiction really captures that insecurity within the fan base based on like who wanted cast you know to have a bigger role who wanted him to just be done with the series and that's I think that's a question that is um, portrayed well in this because His role is very much um, separate from, you know, the Winchesters at this point in time. And there are still questions about what his character is going to do going forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's really interesting and important that Cass, who's literally an angelic figure, becomes um, Dean's support during this this hellish time in his life. So just that, that stark contrast was really really interesting
1: Um, he's basically a guardian angel yeah
0: he is he is a guardian angel and also you know later become uh, Dean and and Sam's best friend which is which is really
1: interesting yeah Mm -hmm. so there you go
2: so he was only supposed to be on the show for like five episodes
1: yes so he was supposed to be on the show for a few episodes he came in the actors who played Sam and Dean said they didn't even learn his name because they thought he would be on a few episodes and be gone. Yeah. So, like, they didn't even, like, know who he was. They just did a few scenes with him. But the fans the fans loved him so much, and they wanted more of him. And this shows a lot of the interactivity between the fan base and the series because the fans loved him, so the creators created a role for him that would last up through the end of season 15, which is um, still ongoing right now. So... Something to know about the Supernatural show and the fandom is that there is a lot of discourse between the fans and the series. Um, There's even an episode of Supernatural called Fan Fiction because so much of um, what takes place in the show is based on fan reaction. You know, there are characters that are brought on to fulfill a need in the fandom and there are characters that, like, if the fans don't like them, they get killed off. And so a lot of what is fascinating about Supernatural is that the creators want to do it for the fans. Right. And they care more about, like, what the fans want than just making a creative piece right. separate from the fans.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. Well, in a way, I mean, like, if you've got a new character comes on and he's only supposed to be there for five episodes mm-hmm. and then the creators are so responsive that they immediately, you know, make him oh, part yeah. of the show for longer, it's it's almost like the fans are co-writers, you basically, know? Exactly, yeah. Which yeah. basically makes Supernatural... The whole thing is just
1: fan fiction, fan fiction <laughs> yeah. right?
2: I mean, if they're if the fans are playing playing such a huge role in like who lives and who dies, oh
1: yeah,
2: you know, literally. Um, what are what would you say are like the means of community? How, how is the supernatural community commu- communicating with like the creators? Like for example, like with Castiel, like how yeah. did they keep him on the show? Like were wh- there like, online forums, or is this all, like, fan mail, or what What the heck?
1: <laughs> so, I'm sure fan mail does play a part in it. Um, Twitter is actually huge for the Supernatural fandom. There's a lot of, like, tweet reactions to episodes as they're airing, um, okay. and um, Tumblr is huge for Supernatural, oh, yeah. you know. It's, they have the misha Apocalypse, which is, um, Misha Collins is the name of the actor who plays Castiel, so every April Fool's, there's the misha Apocalypse on Tumblr, where everything is just, like, his face um, so <laughs> tumblr is a huge forum where fans and creators of supernatural communicate um but the actors actually play a big role in this you know they'll reach out to the fans on social media on twitter and instagram and like talk with them they've um had instances where the actors tweet out burner phone numbers so that the fans can actually call them
2: or uh, text what?
1: them and communicate and oh, i've done that
2: before and then so, you've done that before? Yeah, I have. Did they answer? Um, nice.
1: Yes, I didn't, like, really do too much with it. But, yeah, they do answer. So <gasps> it, it, that's what's so amazing about Supernatural is that they care so much about their fans that they, like, want to talk to them. They, like, love, you know, Comic-Cons, can, conventions, things like that. And actually, what was really cool to me at the last convention, they gave a, away a life-size um, replica thing of... The supernatural car, the Impala, to a fan. It was That's like awesome, um, you know, a little uh, gift for their fans because the show has been on since um, 2005, and it's still ongoing. Wow. And there were several times where they tried to end it, but because of fan response, they didn't. Mm-hmm. And so, it, there's such like a symbiotic relationship between the fans and the show that, you know, there's a lot of interactivity more so than I think with any other show that's, like, been yeah. on the air. Yeah, that's
0: that's really interesting. So, side note, this has been going on for, for decades. I mean, yeah. when sh- so, for example, when Sherlock Holmes, like, the stories oh, yeah. first came out, people would meet, they would form groups, they would do, like, luncheons, mm-hmm. and they would write new stories for the character of Sherlock Holmes, and yeah. then the author, I, I feel awful, I don't remember his name, um... Oh, geez, what is his name? This is going to totally bug me now. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Sir something. Anyway. But the author would then take influence from these stories that...
1: Arthur Conan Doyle. That's
0: right. Arthur Conan Doyle. Yep. So Arthur Conan Doyle would take these ideas from his fans and try and incorporate them, like, into mm-hmm. his next stories or add a character that other people would be familiar with. So this concept of taking feedback from your fans and yeah. incorporating it into future stories has been going on for decades uh, around the world. It's it's really really cool.
1: It is, and yeah. I love the way it's branched out into fan fiction. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I oh,
2: mean yeah. it goes it goes such a long way towards explaining supernatural, <laughs> as like, like uncommonly large presence. On Fanfiction. Yeah. I guess I had brought this up, but I don't know if I was the only one who clicked on the TV shows subsection and was shocked to see that Supernatural, Supernatural was the most popular one. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, you know, well, I it, wasn't w- shocked because as part of like the fandom community, right? I, like I guess you get <laughs> I it. I get it. But for <laughs> me,
2: like if you were to like ask me, like you know, oh, what are like the top ten you know biggest TV shows, you know, of the last ten years, mm-hmm. and I would like list them out based on how many people I knew were fans of them, were, like, diehard fans of them. Like, Supernatural yeah. wouldn't have been there. But it just seems like the individual fans in Supernatural love the show so much, be- in part because the creators are so willing to reach out to them. Oh, yeah. That then, like, they'll... They, they just feel like they've got a green light. They you know they've, they've got a green light to cast their... Uh, you know their thoughts, like into the into the fray.
1: Yeah, yeah. What, yeah well, one of the actors actually bought a star for the supernatural fandom. It's named Espion Family.
2: What do you mean, like uh, on the Walk of Fame? Like no, a star? like an
1: actual star. Oh, like, like a legitimate
2: star. Like a le- oh. You know
1: how you can buy a star? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did that because he was like, I always want you guys to know that you have a, a home, a place to go to when you're having issues, and here's like our fandom star. So like. <laughs> The, cre- the actors and creators love the fans as much as the fans love them. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so let's delve into the, yes. the slash relationship or the... Fan. the yeah, yeah, and then we'll move on. So if if we do read this fan fiction as, um, you know, a, as a homoerotic reading, if yeah. you will, it, it's really interesting that... I, I, so the... Hold on. I've got to take them... Yeah.
2: Hold on. While while you're thinking about that, can I say something? Yeah. Was I the only person who thought that this fan fiction had less subtext than the actual show? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Which is one of the reasons it was kind of like a weird shit for me. The, The show is just so... The episodes that I saw, I was telling Caitlin this before the podcast, but there was a solid minute and a half where Sam and Dean are talking in the last episode of season nine, and me and my brother, every two seconds, we're like, no, no, they didn't just say that. <laughs> and then it's like, again, like, what the heck? What is happening here? It was like, it was nonstop for this entire conversation. It had to be on purpose. Oh, that's funny. There's no way that the authors are not, that the writers of Supernatural are not purposefully just, like, bogging down the show with as much, you know, shipping subtext as possible to, you know, stoke the flames of the fandom. (laughs) It has to be Mm -hmm. that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Quick note for Caitlin. Um, Is there anything else more explicitly that we want to say?
1: Well, something that is interesting about this fanfiction is that Sam isn't really in this. um, And in the Supernatural show, Dean definitely has more friends than Sam. Um, And so I think that that's something they tried to play off in this, if you read it as um, Dean and Cass being friends, is that you know, Dean definitely has more friends, and it's because he needs that emotional support, and, like, Castiel becomes his best friend if you read it that way. Um, but if, like, if you don't, then, you know, relationship, hey, I'm, I'm all for, you know, you reading into whatever you want to read into. Yeah, exactly.
0: Sweet. Come in. Yeah. Okay, so now that I've had time to kind of think about what I was trying to say before, so relating Dean's scar to his relationship mm. with Cass and also simultaneously reading this as a, as a slash, as a, as a gay pairing. I think that, I don't know if the author was intending to do this, but I think that can work really well as a metaphor for like how the LGBT community may feel in our society. Like they have, they have a scar that they can't hide and they're trying to accept that as, as part of themselves. You know, the, these, uh, the, these feelings and who they are And just accept their place in society. And in this instance, Cass helps helps Dean overcome that and be be more at peace um, with with his position, with his situation, Mm -hmm. and becomes a romantic as well as... Platonic support for Dean in this situation right.
2: yeah. by telling him. Well, 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 what is he telling? Him? He's like, he's like, I'll never, I never said I would let go or something never like said. that. I, <laughs> I, I
1: never said that. I, I mean, would I let you never go. Never said I'd let go. Just no. the
2: fact that Dean has like two man's handprints like on his shoulders, you know, mm-hmm. like like subtlety. S- screw subtlety. you Yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: He yeah. physically has the mark of another of yeah, another the, man
2: on his body. On his body. Right. Like, <laughs> on his shoulders. As if, like, in an embrace. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I love it so much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. there's a lot of, like, fan art that depicts Cass um, raising Dean from hell because they're like, well, what if he carried him like this? What if he was holding him? You know? Because they want to play into that homeoerotic relationship. Oh, yeah. Relationship, and so there's so much fan art about this, like, scar as well. And it's it's like a it's not um, a long lasting scar, you know, it goes away in later seasons, but oh, it's it become such a big symbol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's become such a big symbol for the fandom that it's like very emphasized in fan fiction and fan art.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's fun to see the interplay between, you know, the original show, the fan fiction, fan yeah. art, and everything everything like that. It's a whole world
2: yeah. out there, guys. Yes. But, like, as far as the fans are concerned, he just has these marks on his shoulders, oh, yeah. right? Like, nobody's going to draw fan art of of him without the marks, even yeah. though they go away. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a lot of times they're... They have clothes on um, because that's what happens in fan art. Mm-hmm. But like Pe- people wear clothes in fan art. <laughs> yeah, is that what you're saying? Sometimes. <laughs>
2: but
1: when Ooh, they don't, don't go sometimes there. when Dean is shirtless in fan art, he does have the marks um, on him. Or sometimes fan art. Um, so when an angel dies in the supernatural fandom, their angels, their wings actually burn like a mark onto wherever they died. And so people hmm. are like, "What if Cass and Dean died hugging? You know, what if?" Cass died and Dean was there and so the angel wings burned onto him. So such a big part of like the fans um, think viewpoint of Dean and Cass's relationship are these marks, these scars that Dean can't get rid of that show Cass's, um impact on him. You know, this mm-hmm.
2: is actually really interesting I think because in a lot of shows right, what you get is that there's like a status quo with I think how the main characters look. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like the main characters will like grow their hair out or something like that. But like nobody's gonna get deformed because like they have to maintain a consistent look. Mm-hmm. And it's kind Thank of you. like metaphorical. It's kind of like symbolic of the supernatural of the creators of supernatural and their willingness to engage with the fans that they're willing to like, you know, place permanent marks upon oh, yeah. the bodies of their characters. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I'll just anyway. I'll just leave that. Yeah.
0: Yes. Also, awesome. so this actually works as a great transition into our third point, which is talking about the emotional insight that this fan fiction provides into Dean's experience, yeah. which we've kind of touched on throughout our discussion. Um, but what what were you guys' impressions upon reading this compared to how you saw Dean in the show?
1: So um, something that I love is like the first sentence where it says he hopes, almost prays, and then imprints almost, that only the physical discomfort from the memories will linger. So in the show, it kind of goes back and forth between does Dean remember Hell, does he not? Um, And I love how this fanfiction plays on that, because it's like, maybe sometimes he remembers, maybe sometimes he doesn't. You know, he has, like, flashes of moments where he remembers that torture, and it, like, shows his emotional depth, but then it plays more into, like, his entire life. Like, for him, Hell, so on Earth, it was four months, but it was about 40 years, um, but then there's so much of his life before hell that is um, also mentioned in this fan fiction, dealing with his emotional state and where he's at emotionally. And like we've said, Cass really becomes um, a safe place for him um, because he doesn't have that baggage that comes with being a Winchester at this point. Um, and so it's like a new place for Dean to like, find some semblance of peace in his life.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. It, it was really interesting
0: to me because my my only experience with yeah. the show, like even right now as we're recording this, is watching epi- like season one, episode one, so the pilot, oh, yeah. and then the last episode of season three and the first episode of season four. Like that's mm-hmm. my entire experience with the show, and throughout those three episodes, Dean is not you know a touchy feely guy. No. We, we've already talked about this. Oh, He's no. not a touchy feely guy. And so it was very, it took me, it took me back to see him so openly vulnerable, at least within this fan fiction. And I can see why that would be important for fans to expand upon. Because Mm -hmm. they, if they relate to Dean in the show, they want to be able to relate to him on an emotional level as well, which we don't get from the writers.
2: Right. Well, Dean is the ideal male protagonist for a fan fiction writer. Oh, yeah. Because he won't say what he feels. Mm -hmm. Which means that you get to decide what he feels. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. true. That's true. And I love that we see that, because, like, a lot of um, Dean's character is, like, being the older brother, being the manly one, the one Mm -hmm. who, like, just toughs everything out. Trying to fill in for his his dad. Yeah, Yeah. He pretty much raised Sam from the time he was four years old, so, like... I love how in this fanfiction we get, like, maybe Dean being selfish about his emotional state, you know? Mm-hmm. He can care about himself for, like, once in his life. And I think that it um, it definitely places the importance on the relationship between Sam and Dean, but also Dean and Cass. And the tie in between that is that um, Dean has these people in his life that, like, fulfill different emotional needs for him. And that's kind of what fanfiction does. So, like, different... Um, different pieces fill different emotional needs so like writing a piece like this that could be taken as shipping or as friendship or as angst um it can fulfill different emotional needs depending on who reads it and from what point of view
2: right yeah Yeah. Yeah. in in a way like because i had complained earlier i'm like oh it's not like (laughs) shipping enough but in a way it's like the ambiguity of the piece of fanfiction yeah. is very in line with the show, where, like you were saying, like the show like oh, yeah. refuses to like nail down relationships they because do. it wants to keep it wide open for fan speculation, mm-hmm. which is awesome.
1: Yes, <laughs> is, yeah, that's definitely something that um, is in the show and can play into fanfiction as well. There's a lot of fanfiction that's more strict about, hey, this is like a ship and this is what's going to happen in it.
2: But Well, it's like, it's almost like the creators of Supernatural, they're not even building a story. They're just like building a sandbox. Yeah. That's yeah. all they're doing. They're just building a sandbox, you it's know, for play. the fans to play around it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Sweet. Anything else you guys want to talk about before
1: um, or what the audio moments? Nope. I really like that this was, um, how this was written. It does a lot of subtlety with like bringing in quotes from the show or little details, but it's also... Um, written, written. Sorry, in a way that seems like it could f- come from Dean's point of view. So I, I like that they put the time and effort into making that un- another detail of it. Yeah,
0: awesome, sweet. Uh, so now that we've winding yes. down in our discussion, we're going to transition to our what the Oreo moments. You guys have a particular order that you want to say ours in or
2: Well, we'll definitely not start with me cuz I don't even have one. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, here, I'll I'll go first, um, and then Malcolm, why don't you go second, and then Caitlin can go. But I don't have one. <laughs> okay. And just talk about why you don't have one.
2: Okay, 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 okay.
0: Okay. Uh, so we mentioned this briefly before, but my what the Oreo moment I guess was just the fact that we got insight into Dean's character emotionally mm-hmm. and that he was so vulnerable with Cast and that that whole dynamic was was really interesting to me especially with my you know limited experience <laughs> with supernatural it was very stark a uh, stark reading it was really interesting yeah
2: yeah i guess mine would just be that like this wasn't even weird you know i don't know as somebody new to fan fiction i'm kind of just Expecting there to be something really weird in mm-hmm. every single one, where like the the author, you know, decides to fulfill some like really weird, bizarrely unique, you know, desire of mm-hmm. their like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and there wasn't any of that. It was just like a straight up, like this could have been from an episode of Supernatural back yeah. in the day when we. We're considering having a se- the the canon or canton segment, right? Mm-hmm. Where we were going to talk about yeah. whether or not the story could actually fit, a fan fiction could actually fit into the real universe or not. Um, I would say I, I would I would have put this in the actual universe. I never thought I was actually going to find something that would slot in, but this kind of yeah. does, and that yeah. took me by surprise. I was like, this actually yeah. works as legitimate supernatural f- fiction. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it, it was pretty tame as far as fan fiction goes. Was. Yeah. So it yeah. fit in. All right, Caitlin. Yeah.
1: My what the Oreo <laughs> is the moment where Dean's like, no, I didn't call out to you. Um, and this, at this time, you know, D- Dean wasn't really aware of how angels worked, that, like, when you prayed to them or when you, like, said their name out loud, they heard you. It's kind of a Voldemort situation. Yeah, yeah, situation. So, so
0: Dean calls out to Cass, yeah. and then Cass suddenly appears like, hey, what you need?
1: And, and Dean starts D- denying denies it. it. Yeah, like, right. we Sorry, talked about this a little in the intro. Um, but yeah, so Dean just denying that he called out to cast was kind of like what the area for me. Cause I was like, you're just, you're going to keep denying it, Ooh, which but, is fine. But that
2: seems so in character for Dean, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. where he's oh, yeah. just like in denial. He's like, no, I don't, I don't need you. I don't, <laughs> I don't have
1: emotion. That's right. I don't, I don't need you
2: I don't have feelings. And so, um, <laughs> for, for me, that was okay. But
1: yeah, it's it's funny. I don't know. I wondered yeah. if it was a, a little too obvious of a lie, Dean. He was he was gonna get caught in it. <laughs> okay. It. But yeah, I liked mm-hmm. it.
0: It was good. sweet, awesome. Any parting thoughts before we go? No
2: parting thoughts. I might actually watch a couple more episodes of Supernatural though. You should. Yeah, yeah. yeah this
0: has been really fun. Yes.
1: Um, and I think that there's 127,000 different Supernatural fanfictions on fanfiction.net, um, and I chose this one because I felt like it represented um, the majority of fan fiction for the fandom and like what it was based on and um, but there's definitely so much out there and we don't want to like marginalize fan fiction for Supernatural say it's all about shipping all about Dean and Cass um, there's so much fan fiction we couldn't cover it all but go go read some Supernatural fan fiction take a look at what else is out there
0: yeah for sure highly recommend it awesome well thank you guys for listening to our next episode of Loose Cannon and we are excited to see you guys next week yeah. alright Thank you, thank you and adios.